Welcome to the Zimmerman Podcast with your host, CEO, wedding professional, educator, and mom, Jessica Zimmerman. This is a brand new Zimmerman Podcast mini-series, Sleeping with a Stranger Under the Cover. In the next few weeks leading up to the release of my memoir, Sleeping with a Stranger, we'll be taking a look under the cover as I share insider information about the story and process behind my memoir, Sleeping with a Stranger, which releases May 7, 2020. I'm sitting down with Rachel, who will be interviewing me about the deeply personal and never-before-shared details of my journey through living and writing Sleeping with a Stranger. So let's do this. Let's go under the cover. Hey, Rachel, welcome back. Hi, Jess. Great to be back. Okay, so we are still in this Sleeping with a Stranger series. What are we talking about today? Today, we are going to talk about how the book is, to quote a reader, surprisingly funny. (laughs) (laughs) That makes me laugh because in my brain, I think I'm funny. I mean, don't we all? We all think we're we're funny, but I... I do think that I, that made me laugh so hard when I read her, um, I guess, quote about the book or her, you know, her review of the book. And she put, it's surprisingly funny. And I'm like, surprisingly? Like, I know. Obviously, funny. it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, in her defense, she's not here to stand up for herself. So in her defense, I would say that maybe she was saying it's not surprising that you're funny. But we, everyone knows that the book is a pretty heavy topic. So no, I think I think you know, it's fair to say that she was like, no, it's surprising that you're funny because <laughs> I think that very few people find me funny. To be honest, one of the reasons why Lindsay is like my best friend is because she is one of the only human beings on this planet that laughs at me, that actually gets my jokes, gets the timing of my jokes because they're they're very sarcastic. They're yeah. a little dark. Yeah. They're not always appropriate. And she just gets them and she laughs so hard and it just makes me so happy. And, um, but there are very, very few people. Like I feel most of the time I'll say something and people just look at me and I'm like, how, how do you not get what I'm saying? Like how, <laughs> how are you not laughing hysterically right now? But oh, well, rare breed, rare breed. Um, maybe I just think I'm funny and and it, I'm not, but it's okay. Well, maybe <laughs> it's more of an acquired taste and you're constantly working with people who don't know you very well. And so they're like, I don't know whether I can laugh at this. <laughs> That's true. Well, and also I think there's lots of people in this one also who who read this, who got some early access to it. You know, she only knows me from, you know, Instagram and I talk a lot about, you know, business and things like that. And so, yeah, I think to see a more personal laid back side is 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 surprising. Yes. Well, let's talk about um, some of the funny points or I guess the juxtaposition between very serious and um, dark and tough and and where the humor comes through in all of that. Um, do you want to talk about some of your favorite funny moments or the things looking back where when we were, you know, sitting down to work on the book, you were thinking, oh, I know, I definitely know I want this to be a funny part because there are definitely moments for me where I remember you're saying, no, I really want this to be funny because it, it was funny. Yeah. I remember when, um, Brian didn't know if he wanted to read it at first or not. And Brian knew everything that was going to be in it. He, you know, gave me permission to share every bit of it. And he he knew, but he also was like, I don't really know if I want to revisit that period. I, you know, I know the book's going to be great. I just, I don't really know if I want to read it. And then he decided to read it and he was in the other room and he was just cackling. I mean, just laughing so 
hard. And I was like, well, this is a good sign. And I walked in once and he was like, I mean, this is so funny. And, but it is, I just told the story, you know, from beginning to end in, from my perspective, from my point of view. And I think, you know, when I talk about things like being pregnant or childbirth, I mean, I think sometimes other people look and they don't, see you the way you see yourself during that time, perhaps. Yeah. Maybe someone else sees you as glowing and beautiful and you're like, no, 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 this is how I really feel. And so yeah, I think that's just sweat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think some of the descriptions of my pregnancies are a little bit funny. But it, what's interesting is that once that first draft was written, you know, just sharing the story from beginning to end, then you have to look at it. And this is all things that that I've learned throughout the process. You almost have to look at it as three acts. And you and and that's just storytelling in general. You look at that in um in television, it's done this way in the movies, it's done this way in in books. I mean it's it's you're you kind of have three acts. And the the first act is where a lot of the humor comes from. And so we had to figure out ways to it it I didn't want it to be like, oh, this is really funny. And then all of a sudden, oh, this last half is like depressing and makes you want to cry the whole time. I wanted it to flow well where you have moments of because you know how you read a book sometimes and you just love the first half. And then that second half, you're like, what is going on? Like, I'm over this book. Like, what happened to the author? You know? Oh, that um, happens so often for me in like plays. Like I'll see the first act and I'm like, oh my gosh, I love it. Or like Gone with the Wind. You watch the first half and you're like, oh, interesting, wartime. And then the intermission happens and afterwards you're like, yeah, I think I'll just skip the second half. I don't like that part as much. Right. And so that's when I had to figure out how to um, weave the story a little differently to where there was more flashbacks and stuff like that um, to make the story, you know, more enjoyable to the reader. And, And so it really is kind of a roller coaster of emotions. And like I said, we've had a few people read the book early, and one of them is a is a lady named Emily Lynn Paulson. She's a best selling author, and she uh, wrote her kind of review blurb and sent it to me. And it says her story is painfully honest while still managing to make you laugh out loud, page after page. So that made me happy. You know yes. what I mean? I loved that. I, I loved hearing that review. That it's it's painfully honest, which means that you're gonna relate to it or there will be parts that you relate to or there there will be things that make you think differently about your own life or you know I think I think anytime anyone is painfully honest whether we relate to their exact story or not we were we relate to them in some way a little bit better because we we really do crave connection and that was you know what I wanted was just for people to you know I wrote it for me I wrote it to to kind of heal this whole, you know, I guess the first 38 years of my life, um, I guess I wrote it to heal that. And, then, um, and, and whatever anyone takes from it is, is what they take from it. But I'm, I'm really pleased to, to hear that, you know, people, the people who have read it have laughed really hard. And Brian, who, my husband, who probably out of anyone in the whole world has every right not to love this book, loves it and laughed hysterically, you know? So that makes me happy. I've been showing up publicly, teaching all my business secrets for years, all while leaving my biggest story untold. 
the story of how my family and I survived the illness that almost killed my husband, Brian. May 7th, 2020, I'm finally sharing our story with the world. If you want to be one of the first to read this never-before-told story, sign up for book updates at sleepingwithastranger.com. That's sleepingwithastranger.com. I also think it's important to point out that like funny things were still happening in the really dark, painful times of your life. And that's why they're in the book. And I want to point that out for two reasons. Um, First, because like there are still moments of joy and fun when really hard things are happening, but also just because you are like laughing in your day-to-day life doesn't mean that your life isn't, you know, hard or that you're not in the middle of something really painful. I think sometimes there's an expectation that like if something, if you're going through a really hard time, that it's all dark all the time and it only counts as being hard if it's just darkness 24 seven. But you were in a really painful time and there were many very painful times in your life and they weren't negated by there also being, you know, some laughs and fun while those were happening. Right. Totally. I mean, I just remember, you know, like one time smashing up an avocado for my, for my son Zeke and like Brian came in and told me something and like, I didn't say this out loud, but like in my mind, I just thought, I just want to take, I want to be this avocado. Like, I just want to stab myself with a fork. Like, I just want, you know I mean? like so There's just even moments like that where you're just, that inner dialogue that you have is able to kind of come across on the page, which is good. But you're right. I mean, there are times when, I mean, this was a very dark few years of my life and there are, there are still funny moments in it. And what's, what's funny is I don't, I don't actually always do well with that. I'm sometimes like, no, if we're having a hard time, then we are having a hard time. Like mm-hmm. there, like you find yourself laughing and then you're like, no, don't, don't laugh. This isn't a good time in your right, life. Right, like you're betraying yourself <laughs> or something. It's yeah. like, no, 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 this is called living. Like it's fine. Yeah. yeah. So many lessons learned, but I'm, I'm, that made me really happy to read both of those reviews. It's surprisingly funny and it made, it makes you laugh out loud page after page. So that, that makes me happy that even though it's a it's a very deep and personal, private, uh, heartbreaking story in a lot of ways, that it's still funny and that people are going to enjoy it. And I think that's why it makes it really easy to read. I mean, it's it's nearly three hundred pages. I think the last count was like two hundred seventy something. Um, but everyone who's read it has read it you know, in one or two sittings because it, you're just able to digest it, I guess. I guess it's, it's a fun read. So it is a fun read. It is. Well, and I think future readers that you won't feel, I don't think reading it, even though there are heavy things, it doesn't make you feel burdened. It makes you feel comforted and seen and hopeful. Um, so if you've heard, you know, all these under the cover episodes about it and you're thinking, oh, everything is so heavy right now. I don't know that I have the bandwidth to take in more heaviness. It is not, it's not like that. You, I think it is um, true and honest and um, there are dark parts. There are triumphant parts. And I think you finish it feeling like you 
um, know yourself better and you have more hope for the future. So don't be scared off by knowing it's about, you know, tough things. Yes. And I just want to say that this podcast episode is being aired on, I believe, March 26th. And if it isn't ready today, then it is ready. It will be ready any day now, the pre-orders. And you can go to sleepingwithastranger.com to um, find out more about those. Yeah. And we can talk a little bit more about pre-orders and why they're so important on, um, on the next episode. So there we go. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Zimmerman Podcast miniseries, Sleeping with a Stranger Under the Cover. Don't forget, you can get book updates and VIP treatment at sleepingwithastranger.com. The book will be available May 7th. I'll see you next time.